listening to the Ready for Departure podcast, written and presented by Microlight student pilot Steve Middleton. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 5 of the Ready for Departure podcast. A quick reminder before we begin, if you want to participate in future episodes of this podcast, please get in touch via the website. It would be great to hear the views of other students, fully qualified pilots or even instructors. So why don't we get on with this week's episode? Another subject that I struggle with initially, the overhead join. If you're listening and haven't covered the overhead join yet, let me just spend a moment explaining what it is. Cast your mind back to episode 1, the trial flight, or your first proper lesson if you've flown before. Generally what happens on that first flight is that your instructor takes you away from the airfield, out of the circuit, and into an area clear of controlled airspace and away from built up areas where it's safe to do some general handling. That's where we did those climbs and descents as well as some basic turns. Once that general handling lesson is complete, we come back into the circuit and land, then pay. Okay, so how do we get back into the circuit? Well at first, I could not get my head around this, how to rejoin the circuit. Of course, there's a customary radio collar first, and the exchange can be longer or shorter depending on if we've remained on frequency with the airfield or not, but as I've said before, I'm planning a future episode about radio telephony, RT, so let's assume we've done the radio call and we're approaching the airfield. We'll have been told by the airfield which runway is in use, and importantly, the circuit direction, left hand or right hand. I found a really easy way to jolt my memory and help me join the circuit the right way around was to remember that if it's a left hand circuit then the runway I want needs to be on my left hand side and if it's a right hand circuit then I need to keep the runway I want on my right hand side. I'm jumping ahead here, what's the overhead join? It's the title of this episode so it must be important right? Well yes. Airfields often have their own joining instruction and they can be found on the AIP which stands for the Aeronautical Information Package. Airfield information can also be found in the VFR flight guides that both AFE and Pooleys publish annually. Let's use City Airport Manchester as an example since that's where I'm based and the airfield I'm most familiar with. Looking up at the airfield chart for Barton there are 8 runways. Runways 14, 20, 26 left and 26 right are right hand circuits and runways 02, 08 left, 08 right and 32 are left hand circuits. Also, the overhead join height is 1,800 feet, and the circuit height is 1,000 feet. That all sounds complicated, right? And for me, it was. I couldn't quite quantify all those dry facts into the actual actions I needed to take when I was returning to the circuit after a flight out. Let's break out all the information into bits. Firstly, when I talked about circuits in episode 3, we were generally flying around at 1,000 feet. The climb out and descent were the only parts of the circuit not at 1,000 feet. Aircraft departing the circuit and joining with the intention of landing come in at 1,800 feet and that extra 800 feet is really important for giving us all separation. So arriving into the circuit at 1,800 feet is the overhead join bit. You're not actually in the circuit while you're at 1,800 feet. Technically you're not in the circuit at Barn until you've descended to 1,000 feet. So how do we get there? Just before I mentioned that at first I struggled at figuring out how to join until I learned the simple rule about keeping the runway I want on the left hand or the right hand depending on circuit direction. Let's assume that 26 right is in use at Barnet and I'm returning. I'm at 1,800 feet and as I approach the airfield I'm looking for the 26 numbers. If I look at my compass and I know which direction I'm heading, let's hope I do, I can aim to fly over the threshold of the runway and the runway numbers are the easiest thing to look out for. Keeping the 26 numbers on my right hand side as soon as I fly past the 26 numbers, I can start a gentle descent from my 1,800 feet heading towards 1,000 feet. My instructor taught me to always keep the airfield in sight as I descend, and now I turn that descent into a slow and gentle right-hand descending turn. As I'm turning, I'm keeping the runway on my right-hand side, and by now I'm flying parallel to it, so I stop the turn, but I keep descending, because I'm probably not at 1,000 feet yet. Now here's the tricky bit, and if I'm honest, I don't always nail this, but even now I reckon I get pretty close. 
The aim is to be over the upwind end of the 2.6 right runway at 1000 feet. That means timing the descent so that by the time I'm flying over the 08 numbers, which are at the opposite ends of the 2.6 numbers at Barton, I'm at 1000 feet. If I've got that right, hey presto, I'm in the circuit and I'm on a crosswind leg. Here's a few things that didn't get right as I was trying to master the overhead join. Joining in the wrong place. Until I got my head around circuit directions and where to join, I attempted to join on the wrong leg. My instructor wouldn't let that happen, but I did try and do it a few times. Flying too close to the runways. Sometimes I would fly directly over the threshold and start descending there. I'd lose sight of the runway numbers and would generally be too close to the airfield so that the runways were actually underneath my wing. This meant I couldn't judge when to make my turns and invariably cocked it up so I was out of position. A few times my instructor had to tell me to fly a bit further out or he'd ask me if I still had the runways in sight when he knew I didn't. Not descending quickly enough. I need to be at a thousand feet by the time I get to the downwind end of the runway that I want. This is all about timing and judgement, so my first few attempts I didn't get down quick enough which meant when I was turning onto crosswind I wasn't actually at circuit height yet. Not performing a lookout below before descending. Yep, yeah, sounds daft in the cold light of day. I don't want to descend into any traffic that might be just 800 feet below me, but quite a few times I didn't check below before starting my descent. I spent a lot of time in the circuits as I was building up to my first solo, so it had been a while since I'd done a lot of overhead joins, and I was quite nervous about it, but wanted to get it right when the time came. I spent a bit of time reading up on overhead joins and watched a few YouTube videos. I can highly recommend a video by the flying reporter John Hunt, where he expertly demonstrates an overhead join at Earl's Colne. I've created a shortcut link to John's overhead join video, and you can access it by typing readyfordeparture.uk slash join into your browser. Give it a watch, after you finish listening to me of course, for a simple but effective demonstration of an overhead join. I was really chuffed once I'd nailed the overhead join at Barton for the first time, and actually doing it once right with no help from my instructor whatsoever was just the confidence boost I needed. I'd managed to put everything together, which was the information my instructor had given me on pre-briefings, the material that I'd read, and the videos I'd watched, as well as numerous times watching my instructor do the join. The great thing about getting the overhead join complete several times to my instructor's satisfaction was that I was now in a position to build up my solar hours outside the circuit. My god, if you think going solo for the first time is an experience, let me tell you, the first time your instructor lets you go and fly out of the circuit on your own, solo, is an absolute brilliant one. At Barton, we have a nice little route we call the small triangle. It takes about 15 to 20 minutes to complete, and depending on how busy the circuit is, you can complete the small triangle two or three times in a single lesson. The small triangle involves flying to two VRPs, visual reference points, that are marked on the map and then returning into the circuit, performing an overhead join of course, and then usually a touch and go, then back off to complete the triangle again. I think I enjoyed flying the small triangle solo for the first time just as much as my first solo in the circuit, if not more. This felt like proper flying, and I wouldn't have been able to achieve that if I had not got the overhead join down to a good standard. Once I'd cracked the overhead join, this set me up to start working towards my navigation flights, and the small triangle is just a small part of that process. It seemed like a daft thing to be struggling with, but I had a chat with my instructor and told him I was unsure about how to perform the overhead join, which was a smart thing to do. I definitely recommend being open and honest with your instructors about anything you're not sure of. It definitely helped me crack overhead joins. Well that's it for this fifth episode of the Ready for Departure podcast. I hope you found my overhead join experiences interesting and please let me know via the website if you've had similar problems learning how to do the overhead join or indeed any other aspects of your flight training and do join me for the next episode. See you next time. Don't forget, if you want to participate in future episodes of this podcast, please get in touch and it would be great to hear the views of other students, fully qualified pilots or even instructors. As the number of Ready for Departure podcast listeners continues to grow, so do its costs. 
Would you be willing to make a small donation to help cover the costs? Supporters get early bird access to the podcast. You can make one-off credit card donations via the website at readyfordeparture.uk or sign up for a small monthly donation via direct debit. Thanks for listening to the Ready for Departure podcast. Music was by Josh Woodward and Chris Zabriskie. You can find out more and get in touch at readyfordeparture.uk.